Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that. You hear that, Larson? You hear that? Da da da. Hold up this Picard face palm bust because that's how I feel about the whole situation. Wow. Unless you want to have a Dr. Wagner situation here, please refrain. Last night was one of those moments, Larson, when I wish that we weren't so knee deep, neck deep, in and over our heads in the dirt sheet stuff. I wish I didn't know Goldberg was coming back, but Goldberg's back officially. He showed up last night at the very end of Raw. Oh boy. SummerSlam against Dolph Ziggler. Would you let me ask you something? What? So I know everybody knows your feelings on it. You don't care. Total apathy towards the Goldberg coming back. Totally get it. I understand. I understand. I'm not. I just don't want to see it. I don't, I don't care to see it. I'm not with you, but I get it. I totally understand. He's old. Who wants to see that stuff? We're in the midst of a of a of a, of a classic G. Yet another classic G one where the creme de la creme of wrestling is going down, and 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 that's really what all wrestling should be. Yeah, it should be great. Not old men trying to do moves. And trying speak. to go in the ring and not hurt themselves or their opponent. Yes. Let me ask this though. Just, and I know, I know, it's, I know it's not going to happen. But if Dolph Ziggler uh, doled out a super kick uh, to counter the spear and got the one, two, three, yeah. would you pop? I'd pop at that. Yeah, that's the only way, only <laughs> scenario during the course of this match that I would be any way excited. <laughs> okay, because right. here's the thing. Well, I'm glad something about it could excite you. And that would just be. What short- if he took a, 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 a hammer out like Doctor Wagner? That'd be great. Like, here's the thing: that'd be short lived because I'd think to myself, "All right, that's good. The Dolph got that win, but why not give it that rub to someone who could really do something with it?" You know, at this point, I'm starting to come around to the idea that Dolph might be around a while. And oh, he, he's going to be around a while. He could totally do something with it. He could maybe, do something with it. Maybe. You could totally legitimize Dolph Ziggler right now if he super kicks Goldberg en route to a spear. Well, we know that's not going to happen. I know. It's going to be a 90-second match. It's going to be a 90-second match. Spear, jackhammer. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it's gonna be it's gonna be lame, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be lame. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be quick. I'm That'll not, be my pee break match. <clears throat> I just like that it'll be quick. You're gonna have to ba- take a very very quick pee though. I'm, I'm Remember, just, I'm just gonna go in the garbage can. By okay, the refrigerator. that makes sense. That makes sense. And I like that we have no backdrop now, so everybody will get to see it. Well, I'll have my back to the camera. Well, yeah, they won't see your 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 bee skin. No, thank you. Do we have any ads today? Nope. No, None. really. Oh, we didn't say ball skin. Uh, end of the week. Okay, cool. Right on. But I just I don't I, I don't know. I'm just tired of seeing all them bringing all the old timers to try to pop ratings short term and like. Well, I think it's, it's another situation where they're given this this plum spotlight to to uh, I mean a part timer an mm-hmm. old timer yeah when they could be spending time and energy building up a new talent uh, to get to the level. It's the same thing where they have all these part-timers and people, they bring in these these nostalgia acts to try to get a ratings bump. And they do that at the expense of all the talent, full-time talent on hand now, that in 10 years when all the part-time and, and old-time talent uh, can't go anymore, who are they going to turn to the pop ratings if this is their philosophy? Uh, I think we've said it before, nostalgia is a hell of a drug and it, it kind is. of, and it kind of glosses over, uh, the, the weaknesses of, I mean, dude, there, there's, I think that 10 years from now, there's still going to be number one wrestlers take way better care of themselves these days. So 10 years from now, it's still going to be Seth Rollins still going to be, I mean, Roman Reigns might be retired cause he said he might, but I doubt it. Well, here's the thing is like none of those guys are, there's, there's no more Goldbergs, man. There's not any more. They're not developing the talent to reach the levels of Goldberg or the undertaker or Brock Lesnar. You know, that's one thing that I noted that that I sort of during let me, let me, for John Cena. We didn't really talk about this yesterday when we were talking about the two K twenty stuff. Some people were kind of uh, upset about uh, Becky not having the cover all to herself, and uh, and and she was sharing it with Roman. And I understand that. I would have loved to have seen Becky just mm-hmm. have the cover to herself. But the bottom line is they're going to put on the cover who they think can make that video game the most money. Yep. And what you're talking about right now is illustrated. Uh, you can see evidence of that on the cover. There are no singular. Uh, uh, superstars that transcend anymore. the sport anymore. They have stars, and if you look at the last couple of years, uh, like last year was AJ Styles, for example. AJ Styles uh, hasn't main evented a show in since like 2017. Mm-hmm. A pay per view, you mean? Right? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. A pay per view. Yeah, pay per view. Yeah, and I'm a huge AJ Styles fan. I yeah. like, I love him a lot. Seth Rollins, right now, they have they have managed to basically uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, to a degree, he was getting whatted during his heartfelt promo. Actually, I kind of wish that was the angle they took with this whole storyline to begin with. They finally have direction, and it's a week before SummerSlam. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, about his his little speech last night. Yeah, about yeah. him just kind of being a, a shell of of what he was. Yeah, like if they they had done this, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to that segment. But yeah. it felt like. If if it had built built to that over the course of several weeks instead of two weeks, mm-hmm. people might have been more receptive to it. Going back going back to the to the Goldberg thing though, because that's the thumbnail and that's what we're gonna talk about for a second here, and then we'll get into the, the plugs and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, regardless of how you, I mean, it, your your point is sound in that it is disheartening that they have to keep on going back and squeezing every ounce that they can get out of the old timers. Goldberg Goldberg was a much bigger name during his short stint in wrestling the first time around than anybody is now. And that can't be denied. I mean, Goldberg was everything back in the day. Yeah. And he, he, Matt Riddle is right. He's a terrible and has always been a terrible wrestler. Yeah, he's not a good wrestler. In the ring. Uh, now you can debate like, you know, I, I was a fan of his Brock Lesnar uh, feud. I thought they stuck. Yeah, it was all right. They stuck to his strengths and 
you know, that Survivor Series moment I thought was huge. And I, we, we all popped big on that one. You, me, and Hilton. There's gifts of it out there. Um, and I thought it was well executed. They played very well to his strengths. Putting him in there with Dolph, if they're going to do Goldberg, is a good idea because Dolph is uh, number one light, so he'll probably be easy to get up for a jackhammer. Yeah. Um, Dolph is a hell of a seller, so he'll be able to sell that spear really well. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dolph is really good in the ring. He just doesn't do anything for anybody. I mean, it gives Goldberg an opportunity to redeem himself from that terrible match at, at Super Showdown. Yeah. But as far as yeah, me as a wrestling me, yeah, fan, that does yeah. nothing. I don't really care about that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, more. I mean, I'm happy for Goldberg. He gets the opportunity, but me as a as a as a wrestling observer, if you will. Yeah. It's not going to advance any storylines. Yeah. Doesn't really do much. I think it. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that, but I see where you're coming from. Um. So yeah. Anyways, what, what does it do for Dolph to be in the ring with Goldberg for 90 seconds to eat a spear and a jackhammer? Doesn't do anything. Uh, it gets everybody a lot more. Well, I mean, theoretically, it gets more eyes on the product. Yeah. Goldberg being back. I mean, you, do, you can't deny that it does. Goldberg's a big name. It does bring more eyes to the product. So that does do stuff for the wrestlers. I guess. It does stuff it, for the product. It does stuff for the wrestlers and product only if WB is able to capitalize on it creatively, which we've seen that they're not That's able not to true. Do. That's not true. That's not true. Goldberg just being there does more for the event, brings more people. Yeah, I know, but, but it's one—it's a one-time thing. But unless you can capitalize, if you if you say, oh, if people are tuning in because oh, Goldberg's on the card, and they watch the the card, and they're like, this isn't very great. Well, I'm, I'm not going to continue to watch this because I'm not engaged yeah, no, in I it. Mean, you know, the then going is, forward, it's 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 not a it's not really a a, a long-term net positive. Uh, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. Um, I think anytime, like even for like one like singular events, can do a lot. For the future, because they have, I mean, WWE has a lot going for them. It can, but I'm just saying, unless they're, they're, they put a product out there that's going to engage people who haven't tuned in for a while, then it doesn't really matter. Uh, speaking of which, we had a community poll go up. Let's see oh, yeah. how people were engaged with Raw last night. Let's see what the people said. What do you think the rating is going to be like this week? 3-5? Uh, you think you're going to get a 3-5? probably going to be, uh, no. Probably around what it was last week. What did they get last week? 2-3. Oh, what did I say? 3-5? Oh, yeah, I meant 2-5. I meant <laughs> That's where we're at these days. I don't think so. Two, three. Oh, I yep. think it'll do two, five. Goldberg's back. It'll do two, five. And plus, they had the buzz of like a. There, there were some buzzy things going on. Yeah, it'll get. It'll definitely get two, five. There were super buzzy things going on. They had the Roman Reigns car thing, that got people buzzing. Yeah. And then uh, the Goldberg I thing. Everybody thought Tunes was in WWE now. Boy, that made me laugh. And then and good uh, job, Liam Wagner. Good job, Liam Wagner, on that one. And then uh, the women's championship match. Uh, that I mean, probably the tag got title people. Match? Uh, I'm sorry, the women's tag title match, yeah. Yays were 37%. Nays were only 6%. In-betweens were 21%. Don't plan to watch, only 27%. So that's even going down. Hold on a second. Elliot Smith says, good God, who peed in Larson's cereal? Dude is so negative. I'm just I'm just tired of, of them going back to the same old well of bringing in uh, the old-timers to, to try to accomplish something rather than invest time and money and, and energy and, and building up new stars. It's just the same old thing, and I'm kind of it, it, it gets to a point where I just get tired of it. Yeah, that's it. Just voicing my opinion. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll probably do like two five. What do you think it'll do? Two three. Yeah, about the same. Two three. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of Dylan Haggis as Meltzer ruined Goldberg's surprise return. Um, apparently, according to him, WWE ruined Goldberg's surprise return because they're the ones who reached out to him after somebody hits. I don't know. It was a weird story. Internet wrestling is so weird. Oh, yeah, there's somebody misreported something Meltzer said, and then the WWE went to Meltzer and said, how do you know it was Goldberg? And he said, I didn't know it was Goldberg, but then he just told them it was Goldberg. Yeah. Wrestling is so weird. Uh, what do you think of the rest of the show? Um, it was all right. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of I wish they had done the angle with Seth 
where he's like decimated and destroyed, not just physically, but essentially spiritually. Yeah. I thought that had been, if you really want to get, I like when he started using the, the, the word love. Yeah. It's the one thing that I love besides my Becky. If you really, he doesn't love me. If you really want to get genuine sympathy for him as a face, like if they had developed the story, uh, with Brock with done a better job of it. Brock made the bank and his sole goal is to destroy Seth to avenge his loss at WrestleMania mm-hmm. and then make Seth's life a living hell thereafter, I'd be all about that. Mm-hmm. But then Seth has to react accordingly, they not be jokey-jokey, uh, not be kind of flippant, not trying to act super cool. Yeah, um, they need some consistency with yes. that. I agree. Like if, if you know, like Brock would, would, would go out there and, and deliver Seth week-by-week uh, week escalating beatdowns, mm-hmm. And so we got in the end, you know, on the go home show, the Seth that we got last night, who's basically a completely broken man, yeah, who is willing to put, do anything and everything to get the one thing as he says that he loves that title, yeah. Um, then you, maybe if that story had been better told, you wouldn't have had the crowd wanting him, yeah. You'd have the crowd actually engaged in what he was saying, uh, yeah. Uh, to kind of counter that a little bit, that crowd was terrible. Pittsburgh, and it's funny because I was looking up on Twitter because a couple of people, I, I, I put out my own, my own little poll in the going in raw Twitter. I said, fill in the blank because I was having a hard time. I was like, this is just a crap crowd, isn't it? And I put out, I said, the tonight's crowd for raw is blank. And then everybody's saying it's trash. And then a couple people actually illustrated that, well, you know, it's a Pittsburgh crowd and Jen, and they have had really bad crowds in the past, mm. not Lafayette bad, mm-hmm. but they have had some really bad crowds mm-hmm. in the past. A couple of people are digging up tweets from the past, from mm. other people saying, man, this Pittsburgh crowd is terrible. Hmm. Um, they popped for Goldberg, but pretty much I everything they else were, was dead on they were pretty. Uh, they were into the opening segment with Joe. People were into that until he insulted them. It was a really good segment. I thought Raw was pretty good last night. I thought my only my only beef, because it was a go-home to SummerSlam, obviously, that's this Sunday. We'll be doing our live reactions yeah. there. And I think uh, Cal has been confirmed to be there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. showing up. Okay, cool. And then probably Hilton for a little bit. So we might have a four-man team. Uh, my one thing was the, the tag title match and Cedric versus drew, uh, and then Mysterio versus Andrade. Those are three matches that I thought we were going to get at SummerSlam. Yeah. There's already 14 matches on the card though. I think like the women's tag team match that should have been at SummerSlam. That should have been SummerSlam. I still think because of the wonky finish, we're probably going to get. Mysterio. I was looking for like an interview with Ray on the dot com this morning on on, YouTube, on WWE's YouTube. Uh, I'm, I was looking for it last night. It might have showed up this morning if they were going to do one. Mm-hmm. Where you know because it was a wonky finish with some distraction. Well, I guess there's only nine announced matches so far. For like percent. that's got to be that's got to be a Twitter announcement. Andrade versus Ray. Yeah, maybe. I guess my point was, uh, I felt like three of those matches, and they were spread out over the entire show. Just felt like they were going to be SummerSlam matches, and they had wonk finishes, like obviously the Kurt Angle uh, Fiend attack. Yeah. So Drew versus Cedric's probably still going to happen that at could, SummerSlam. That could, that's probably going to be on the kickoff show. I just thought it was weird that like yeah. three of the matches felt like, wait, aren't they just going to do this at SummerSlam? And I think two of them, they still are. I don't know about the, the women's tag title. Yeah, matches. I have a hard time believing the women's tag match, unfortunately, is going to have a spot on, on the SummerSlam card at this point. So it's had the title change on Raw. Yeah, I know. I'd like to be surprised and like to be proven wrong, but I have a hard time. Unless they're going to do like a rematch or they're going to have somebody else. Just like a a team versus team rematch versus a four corners match. Yeah. Something like that. But but no, I I thought it was really good. I mean, I'm I'm never going to complain about getting Mysterio versus Andrade. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Nikki Cross is finally a a champion Mm -hmm. of some sort in WWE. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I do think that WWE is still sort of, Heyman still has some, they're creatively in a hole. 
Yeah. And they are digging their way out of it. Yeah. So it's it still doesn't really feel like must-watch TV. No. But uh, it was pretty entertaining for what it was. And tonight's uh, SmackDown should be pretty good with the Roman stuff. Uh, in any event, I uh, want to give a shout-out to our new patrons out there. Yes. Uh, oh, cool. Also, uh, Stitcher has fixed the issue on their end. Cool. So apparently Stitcher has been fixed. I'll tweet that out later on today because um, apparently it had been like a week. And then I think somebody said something about Google Play too. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with all that. I don't know what's going on either. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, no, new, new, no, no new patrons. That's okay though. It's all right. It's not like an everyday thing. We had a couple. We had a bunch over the weekend. We did. We did. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so uh, on the Patreon, uh, you get access to bonus content. Uh, you get access to our Discord. Uh, you get access to our digital care package. Shock full of awesome gifts. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't love gifts? I love gifts, man. They're great. Gifts are great. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead. Do we have anything else? Anyone, any channel members? No, I don't believe so. I'm no. just in here trying to copy and paste in the uh, SmackDown preview. Let's do some super chats before we get to the rundown. Uh, Dylan, uh, where do you guys see NXT going after Toronto? Any call-ups? Uh, I, I honestly don't think so because there's already too many people on the main roster and not enough, people, not enough slots for everybody. NXT seems to be getting to a point where the call-ups might be fewer and far between mm-hmm. because I think there's like, they've sort of settled on that roster. Um, kind of be the foundation for a little bit. Yeah. I, I it definitely seems like that. And then if there's any, if there's going to be people going up straight to Maine, it's probably going to be more along lines of like Jordan miles going to two Oh five, you know, stuff like that. Or if they do a situation where they bring two or five over to NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That could be too. That could be. Uh, Fiend Kicks, man, uh, Mankind Claw was gross. I, guess I thought claw. that was cool. Fiend Claw was, ter- oh, it was terrifying, yeah. That he kept that from the Foley thing. I know. I love that. I That's thought that cool. was really cool. I like that he has a move now that he can do to, to old-timers that they don't want taking bumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan again, Meltzer ruined Goldberg surprise return. Thanks. Uh, yeah. But again, that's just the what we're nature doing. of the business. Nature of the business. Nature of the business. Anyways, uh, so they did a uh, uh, what are the ten bell salute mm-hmm. to the victims of the uh, what is it El Paso and Dayton Correct. tragedies, uh, and then we had I think maybe I I think just because you have to tell ten bell salute, you have to go to something else instead of going to like a recap package. They went to a new intro. Maybe was this new? I mean, it was new. Okay, I, I hadn't seen. I it. guess the question is: Is it sticking around? What was or the is song? It, I've never heard that before. Didn't okay. So at one point, didn't Papa Roach do a song for Raw years ago? Maybe. No, no, no. I mean, over the like the last the last song they had was not Papa Roach, was it? I thought they. I thought Papa Roach did a thing, and then they never used it. Oh, maybe. I could be completely. Chat might have a better answer. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think you're right. They just needed something to break up the thing to, to put there after the the 10 bell salute and also to have have something for joe to interrupt for joe to interrupt yeah yeah because that worked i wonder if they whipped it up like on like you know yesterday it's like what songs have we licensed already just to kind of have in our back pocket yeah that could be yeah, can we have cfo dollar sign whip up a quick papa roach wannabe song maybe maybe so anyways uh we had the intro package we'll see if that sticks around um and okay then- ernie acosta it was papa roach born for greatness okay I don't know if that was one last night or if that's one that was like earlier this year or whatever. Uh, it's interrupted by Joe. He's on the announce table. He feels like his good name has been besmirched because uh, uh, he, at first he blames commentary uh, being uh, implicated in the attack on Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And he says, it wasn't me. 
I demand apology. Um, they throw to uh, footage from SmackDown of Roman getting attacked. And then Joe says, you got more cameras there than a dystopian state. That's pretty good. And there's not a single frame of me. I know. That was great. <laughs> I know. That was such a good line. <laughs> it was great. I mean, we also got we also got a, a bit of a face turn for Joe last night. Kind of. And the thing that I loved about it is that, and I don't, I don't think it's going to be all of a sudden he's going to be good guy Joe, although according to the rumors tonight, we're going to find out what he's going to be doing for SummerSlam, and it's not going to be something that a heel would do. Um, but if this is a bit like of a tweener turn for Joe, I love that it was like sort of storyline motivated. Yeah. You know? It's like, like Joe's, you know, later on he said, yeah, I bend the rules, but I'll terrorize my opponent's families to get a mental advantage. But I mean, he didn't say that, but just going back into it was like a storyline. Mm-hmm. But I, but attempted murder, not my thing. <laughs> that's <laughs> right, where, yeah. that's, that's the line that I'm not going to cross yeah. essentially. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's a heel with limits. He's a he's he's like a real character. Mm-hmm. He's like a real three D, mm-hmm. you know, character. Yeah, he's one of the few. In, in, he's in one of the few, exactly. A guy who's like he sees somebody almost get hit by a car. He's like, oh man, I hate this guy, and like I want to fight him. But same time, this was he like just got hit by a car. Still, this is the Brotherhood. We're all we're all we're all wrestlers here, right? Exactly. So, anyways, getting back. Oh, that's later. Getting back to that. Joe's yeah, on the so he comes table. back, and then Joe says, "I'm going to shut down Raw until he gets an apology from Roman for being accused of being uh, of attacking him." Mm-hmm. Michael Cole's like, well, you know, there's a poll where it says 80% of uh, the WWE universe thinks it wasn't an accident. And Joe says, yeah, I just did my own poll and 80% of the universe are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Rightfully so. <laughs> so well, Joe's the best. Oh man. Uh, so yeah. So he's, uh, he's standing there on, on the announce table still and says, uh, I'm shutting down raw, uh, cue Becky's music. Uh, raw is not being shut down because the man is there. Yeah. The man's there. Uh, we had a tag match. Becky and Charlotte teaming up for the first time in forever, uh, even though they're not friendly at all. Mm-hmm. Taking on Natalia and Trish Stratus. It's interesting. They, they're doing face-heel teams, pretty much. Yeah. Um, decent enough match. It was mostly uh, Charlotte and Natalia in there because uh, Becky was in for a little bit against Natalia. Charlotte tagged herself in. Trish Stratus never got in the ring. Um, towards the finish, Becky tags herself in. Charlotte's not happy about it. Uh, once Becky turns her attention to Talia, uh, Charlotte pushes her, leaves. Mm-hmm. Becky's distracted. Yeah. Natalia puts her in the sharpshooter. Becky gets to the ropes. Natalia refuses to release the hold. Uh, ref counts to five. DQ. Um, and Natalia pulls Becky back to the middle of the ring. Still won't break the hold. Trish gets in the ring. It's like, hey, stop, Natalia. Natalia pushes her. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 the closes with uh, uh, Trish trying to help Becky up. I do appreciate. It. I like when they do these uh, uh, heel face tag teams. It's like Battle Bowl. Um, Battle Bowl, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, because it always ends like this, it like it always ends like they're never on the same page, no. and that's just a joy to watch. I like when people are not on the same page. I think that's why people watch this uh, podcast here. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, anyways, after that we had uh, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Of course, last week Andrade was last week or a week before that. Andrade tried to take. The Mascaris. Well, oh, during the gauntlet match. He did rip it off. That's right. Yeah, he, yeah, that's right. He did. Uh, and he was very happy to do so. He even uh, Instagrammed out that picture and said, this is what I used to do every month back in Mexico mm-hmm. as La Sombra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was really happy to do that. So they had a fight, and it was just amazing. It was just yeah, great. these guys you know what's funny put too? forth great matches. I think mainly because, you know, it, it was obviously two luchadors in there doing their thing. A lot of lucha, a lot of lucha things going on, right? 
and it got me thinking about AAA and the comment you made during AAA is, you know, none of these guys sell. They just like take a move, execute a move, wait to do the next move. And it's like, it's so funny because the, there's such a stark difference. Like both these guys obviously know how to sell. They know oh, yeah. story beats. Yeah. And when they get hit, they go down to the ground and they act like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> AAA, one of the joys of it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Is that they just do move, 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 move after move. Okay, after move. set up for the next crazy spot. And the only time anybody ever is on the ground for any period of time is when they're legitimately hurt. Pretty much. <laughs> Otherwise, great. they roll out of the ring and stand there yeah. until their next cue. Exactly. The exception being the main event of Triple Mania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think those guys are really hurt, though. Oh, that's entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, for, as far as I know. Blue Demon Jr. really did hit uh, Doctor Wagner Jr.'s hand so, with a hammer. He was so intent on he would like use that as soon as he as soon as it appears. Gets in the ring and just like smacks him in the back with it. <laughs> oh man, it was amazing. Oh man, that sunset flip to the barricade. Oh man, he, he slides out. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That he's, was beautiful. He's done it before, but it never get told. Yeah, Ray hit that on Andrade. He hit a six one nine. Goes for a frog splash. Almost got his knees up though. Goes for a pin. Gets a two. Uh, almost hits a power bomb. He had a couple power bombs that looked stinky. Oh yeah, in the this one, match. one in the corner before the yeah, double right? knees. Yeah, that was nasty. Hits another one. Uh, tries once again to go for the mask. Uh, ref breaks all that up. Uh, Zelina Vega gets up. Cheap shots, right? She like, like yeah, like what do you call that when you do the? I don't remember. He like he like she like grabs like his head and jams his, thing against the rope. His throat against the rope. Yeah. yeah. And then Andrade uh, grabs him, hammerlock DDT, gets the win. But we got everything in this match. We got the we got destroyer, uh, the destroyer, the reverse Rana. We got all that stuff. Everything that Corey Graves calls a pile driver. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> uh, after that, we had uh, Mike and Maria's twenty four seven title uh, recap, uh, followed of course by uh, Maria's appointment at the OBGYN. Yep, that was happening, and uh, they're there in the waiting room. And uh, they're well, terrific. I like the waiting room was was obviously someplace just on the arena. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they had the one wall with the two TVs in it, mm-hmm. which could look like a doctor's office because they had mm-hmm. like uh, the name of the doctor and stuff. And then the other other wall was just uh, like a lavender curtain. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It was it looked pretty legit though. Wasn't it inside the uh, inside the doctor's office was. That looked legit though, didn't it? Oh, maybe. I think maybe it was just a doctor training room or a oh the medic. I don't know. It could yeah. be. Yeah, it could be. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, in any event, uh, Maria has given uh, Mike all sorts of crap. Uh, she said, you have one job, Mike. One job. Make sure I keep this title because people are going to be coming after me. They know that it's the OBGYN appointment. Yeah. Because it was advertised on Twitter. And so they're back there and, she, and he's massaging her and she's like, stop, you're annoying me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you need to relax. So just relax <laughs> you know, for the benefit of the baby. And so he hugs her and kind of lays her, her, her shoulders <laughs> on the back of the bed. And you have the doctor turn around and One, slap two, Mike's back three times. <laughs> it's uh, named Jessica Carr. Yeah. Yeah. The referee. Winner. Winner. Mike is new champion. Mike is new champion. So he walks out to the wait to the waiting room, like I'm champion again. And there's our truth and Carmella dressed up as uh, a pregnant lady and I guess her beau. Yeah. And then our uh, truth gets up and says, "Oh, my water broke." Out falls a, a, a doll. Uh-huh. He tosses it to Mike, rolls him up, pin. He says. You have your baby, and now I have mine back. And Mike is left with a fake baby, the perfect metaphor. Yeah. It was great. I loved every freaking bit of this, man. It was pretty good. I love it. What was Mike Cannell's thinking, man? He has to go home to her. I know. He's got to He's got to deal with that now. I know. I, I kind of love that he, they just play him up as hapless on Raw. Mm. I mean, at some point, I want to see Mike, because I'm a big fan. No, he's great. I want to see him as, like, series champion guy. But right now, hapless Canellis, I love it. I love it. I wish they kept him on 205 to be to be exactly what you were talking about. And then they finally alluded to that this week. That's where he takes out his aggressions on no, 205. I think, it's, I think it's still entirely possible. I'm just because he lost to Drake Maverick. I don't think it's a certainty that he's gone from 205. I don't know, man. If I'm Mike Bennett and I just lost to Drake Maverick, I'm not sure I'd want to show my face on 205. But I hope they keep him around. I think yeah. he's really, really yeah. good. No, he's more, really good. The more, the better with him. Especially now, after that loss, if he just goes there and just starts attacking everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to exactly. get his aggressions out, that'd be yeah. something else. I think that'd be cool. Uh, next, we had a Becky interview that was really good, just talking trash about Natalia. It was long. Uh, Do you see that thing she put up on Twitter about there's a, a, a picture she had of, of famous Canadians and how she's going to be the next Canadian hero? Like one of them, like a picture of Natalia and it says Canada's disappointment. Mm. I think uh, like Avril Lavigne was on it. Shoot, who else? Well, who, Becky put that up on Twitter? Yeah, she had a picture of Justin Bieber underneath it said Ellen. <laughs> That's funny. And there's another uh, shoot. I don't remember. It was pretty funny though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't see it. All right. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Then, uh, yeah, did you mention the Natalia interview? No, yeah, I was just getting that. That was much shorter and not as good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even remember that to be honest with you. Uh, and then after that, uh, Brock, uh, Lesnar, and Heyman come out. Uh, uh, Heyman just talks crap about Seth. Oh, I thought you were supposed to be the Beast Slayer, but look at yeah, He's mocking him. He got smashed. He's mocking so him. So he throws the beatdown video. Um, they start teasing Seth a bit more. He comes He comes limping down the ramp with the chair in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets in the ring slowly, painfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brock beats him up, gets the chair, starts beating him with the chair. Mm-hmm. Drives him in the corner a couple times, give him a knee to the ribs, hits an F5. I didn't notice that the crowd chant one more time. They were kind of not, they didn't really make any noise. Yeah, right? Until the F5, and then they popped. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
and then after the commercial, Seth is still there with his uh, DDP rib tape. Yeah, because Brock uh, ripped his uh, Blackcraft shirt off him. <laughs> yeah, he had rib tape underneath. FPOS. Um, and then uh, he gets he asks for uh, a mic, and he gets on there, and he, and he talks about what we sort of talked about before, how uh, what the Universal Championship is like the one thing he loves, and it's part of him or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now. So it's like, is it, yeah, I asked myself if it's worth it to, to do this to myself for the thing I love most. Answer is yes. And he says this. Like, you know, he's, he sounds pretty broken throughout all the first bit of it. But then he just kind of matter-of-factly, very quietly says, I'll be at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And I'll beat Brock Lesnar. I guarantee it. But, like, no emphasis on anything. No real inflection. Yeah. Just very flat and monotone. Yeah. Which I liked. I thought performance-wise it was pretty good. I thought they should have had him. As soon as he lost the Universal Championship, he dons the Sting makeup. And mm. he, uh, he's just in the rafters mm. for the entire build to SummerSlam. It'd probably be cheesy as hell, huh? Yeah. yeah it's not a good idea. No, it's, it's not, not a good, good idea. idea. Not a good idea at all. No. But if they did something like this with Seth this whole time, just gradually, gradually being more and more broken. Yeah, but him being dorky for like weeks on end really didn't do much. And then That's what the, I'm saying. Yeah. In the meantime, he's like on, on Twitter, like talking to Will Ospreay about bank accounts. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Uh, so what do you make about that math? Today we're doing our uh, SummerSlam predictions. No, tomorrow right? we're doing SummerSlam predictions. Oh, is that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, because we need SmackDown still. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. the math would indicate that, that Seth picking that belt up, storyline-wise, doesn't make any sense at this point. Because they have, they, I, don't, I don't feel like Seth has reached the, 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 the complete and utter pit of despair that he needs to to start working his way out. Of. Well, he's got less than a week to get that rib tape off, too. Exactly. He's not exactly in peak shape. No, not at all. Um, I don't know. I think they could. I think they could totally <clears throat> give us like a killer match with a killer story. Seth still hurting, but gutting out this performance and beating him clean. Maybe that's if if you're gonna try to make a star out of Seth. Like if you're gonna, like I don't think the Seth experiment has been nearly as obvious and uh, mm-hmm. clunky as the Roman experiment. I don't mm-hmm. think it's been much of an experiment. I think they know that Seth Rollins, you know, has a connection with the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least did at one point. But I think they could, yeah. I think they could really solidify that. I think they could sort of jumpstart that, if you will, if they if they went that route. If you ha- if you have them clean, if you have them beat Brock clean uh, after being you know still all beat up the way he is, mm-hmm. the crowd would go ape. I think they would. Yeah, I just probably. I just don't know at this point. Just knowing how Vince is with Brock. I, I wouldn't bet on it. I'm probably not gonna. I'm probably not gonna choose Seth Rollins to win that. No, match. I'll probably be Brock with low number of confidence points. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be like one confidence point. Because yeah, you'd, you'd think the math would indicate that it, that Seth is going to win. Just storyline wise, I don't see them doing that. The math never like with with the Universal Title and Brock. The math is out the window. Pretty much, like that stuff is just out the Pretty window. Much. Uh, next, we got a Kurt Angle interview there in Pittsburgh. That's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Says happy to be back in Pittsburgh. Uh, he's going to be the special guest ref for uh, the match between Drew and Cedric Alexander. Uh, Street Profits come in uh, saying they got, they're preparing for their match at TakeOver, um, and they're practicing their three eyes. Um, and, and Montez says, you know, hey, I got a request of you. He produces a cooler, goes into the cooler, uh, hands Kurt a cup, and then there's half a gallon of milk. Angelo Dawkins is turning into the Shawn Michaels of the two. And Montez is for me is turning into the into the Marty Gennetti of the two. Why do you say that? It's so irritating. It's so it's way too much, dude. I, he's he's a terrific wrestler. 
and he does great things, but I just I don't remember that because I haven't seen a match of theirs in a while. Yeah. I'm sure I'll be reminded of that at TakeOver. I'm yeah, sure that match be great. Be yeah. great. But Angelo is so much more appealing as a character because Montez is just like, who acts like that? He's just way too much. Like all the little, like the facial tics and stuff. It's way too much. It's just on my nerves at this point. Like just let those guys wrestle for God's sakes. Um, but uh, I like that he had milk, and I like that uh, Kurt Angle acted like it was, you know. He said like, his wife. He said, "Oh, I told my wife that it wouldn't get too crazy." Yeah, it's like drinking milk is going to make him crazy. I know. That's what I love about that. They're like, Kirk, "No, come on, Kirk Angle, right there. Go ahead and do it." And they and they raise their cups, and Drew walks in. He's super judgmental and goes, "Hey, Kurt." Remember the last time we were in the ring together, I destroyed you. I made you tap out to your own move. So you better call things down the middle. Mm-hmm, yeah. My match gets centric. And uh, and then he, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. That was the gist of it. Uh, yeah, and then after that we had uh, another jobber match, War Raiders versus Jay Alexander and Eric Abraham. They need to start giving these jobbers like more exciting names, dude. Yeah, these are pretty generic. Like completely generic. Although it was pretty cool that uh, Corey uh, called one guy the the dude from Coheed and Cambria. Mm-hmm. The guy with the huge hair. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. That was a good reference, Corey. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <clears throat> uh, anyways, as expected, uh, War Raiders pick up the win. The pop-up power slam. <laughs> Joe Juarez said maybe it was Milk Plus from a clockwork or Oh, it could be. Maloco Plus, huh? Maloco Plus. That's right, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Uh, War Raiders pick up the win. <clears throat> Uh, next, they had a really a really cool uh, Harley Race Memorial video package, um, kind of highlighting his career. Mm-hmm. A lot of good quotes from people. Somebody's saying, "Do they really just skip over Bray?" That we're getting there, man. That was just the Kurt Angle that was interview. Just the interview. <laughs> we still got a ways to go before we get to that. Relax, tranquilo, people. Yeah. Oh, that's next Harley Race Memorial, and then yeah, Cedric Alexander versus Drew McIntyre with Kurt Angle as guest referee. You see that awesome Photoshop job they did. Uh, oh <laughs> on the uh, was it a lower or like a full graphic? I it think was it was gra- like a lower. It was a lower, but the graphic, yeah, of his head photoshopped <laughs> over a generic referee body. Yeah, yeah. Man, you need like a little bit of shadow right here. I know. Like Kurt Angle's so got horribly. a he's got a big chin. He's a big chin dude. Like well, he's, he's got, a, huge, he's got have, a thick neck too. He's got a thick neck. You can't just big old jaw. You can't just put his head on you know like my body. <laughs> You're going to know it's a Photoshop. You don't get John Cohen in front of a green screen and then put Kurt Eggle's head on him, man. No, That was horrible. That wasn't very good. I was cracking up, though. It was pretty bad. Uh, So this match never got started. Um, Drew attacks Cedric before the bell. They're all brawling ringside. Kurt's in the ring saying, essentially, what do you want from me? Uh, Cue the Fiend. Mm -hmm. Lights start going crazy. Music's playing. Fiend shows up at the ring. Slaps the uh, mandible claw on Kurt. Mm -hmm. So... uh, I think Finn's in Ireland or something. He posted a picture of him with his brother. <laughs> he is checked out. He's he like, yeah, totally I'm on vacation. On vacation. I'll, uh, he says, I'll, I'll hop a flight to Toronto on, I don't know, Sunday morning. <laughs> exactly. If hopefully, I make it in time, this group. Hopefully I get there on time. Yeah. Maybe schedule me later in the car. Exactly. That's hilarious. Uh, after that, we had the New Day versus the OC. Uh, Doc Gallows got his face paint back. Yeah, cool. I was so excited about that. I texted. And then you. they kayfabed it. They're like, oh, you know, Doc, uh, Michael Cole says something like, you know, Doc, uh, he's hearkening back to his days in Japan. Uh, he feels it makes uh, it, it makes him more intense to walk in the ring with the face paint on. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Didn't need that. <laughs> Didn't need that. Alfred Cano on Twitter, our friendo, said that uh, from Forbes. He said, you know, if Cole, if, if, if Gallows had never wrestled in Japan, Cole would have absolutely nothing to talk about with him. 
because he always mentions always Japan. references Japan. Yeah, no, it was a great throwback though. It was it awesome. Was cool. Their 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 pants are a bit snazzier. Uh, that big money check they're getting, that big money guarantee they're getting, they're putting back into their the ring, ring attire. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's great. Carl Anderson has MG on his pants now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. It was great. Anyways, this match never really happened because AJ is in the ring basically immediately. Uh, they attack uh, Big E and Xavier Woods. Ricochet comes down, makes the save. That, of course, that means after commercial we get a six-man tag match, um, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was it was chaotic, too. It was like just kind of barely hanging on. In the end, uh, Gallows pins Xavier Woods after a Magic Killers. So we have the Raw Tag Champs pinning the SmackDown Tag Champs on Raw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, it was just a really fun match. Um, again, not sure what I'm going to choose. I I, I want to. I want to. Here's the thing. I kind of feel like the OC needs to continue to be draped in gold, but I really don't see Ricochet losing that match at SummerSlam. And at the same time, I'm not sure I see the OC losing that match either. Their match. Wait, they have a match, right? They have a match. Mm-mm. The OC don't have a match at SummerSlam. Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. Nothing announced yet. Who the hell is fighting at SummerSlam? It's like a seven-hour card. Uh, announced so far, Brock Seth, Becky Natalia, Bailey Ember Moon, Kofi Randy Orton, Kevin Owens and Shane, Finn and Bray, AJ Ricochet, Goldberg Dolph, Trish and, and Charlotte. That's what's announced so far. Golly. So we don't know anything about the SmackDown tag titles or the Raw tag titles. Correct. We don't know anything about the Intercontinental, uh, Intercontinental Championship. No. Hmm. Although you'd suspect uh, Nakamura and Ali might be added to the card. Two, three, four title, five title matches. So if you add a Intercontinental title match, a Raw, and a SmackDown tag title match, that's 12 matches. Yeah. yeah. And Cedric and Drew. That's got to be kickoff. That one's got to be And kickoff. then Ray and Almas. Yeah. But then again, I mean, if they say, oh, if they announce on Twitter, oh, it's a mask versus hair match, like, you got to build to that. I know there's some build because all of a sudden they away Ray's. Better not. They, they got to save that for, keep this feud going to mania. Oh, yeah. Like, ages from now. Yeah, you get, you, you're totally right. You got to build it. You got to really build to it. Just almost going after Ray's mask a couple times. Did Ray say anything on uh, WWE YouTube? I want to check. Let's see here. Ray Mysterio. Video. I mean, I've been en- thoroughly enjoying this this program between Almas and Ray. This what's kind of nada, nada, nada. There's just not a whole lot of interaction between the two of them apart from what's in the ring. Let's see here. Goldberg's uh, return video: two million, almost two million views. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Roman Reigns, man, yeah, Goldberg is hot. Oh, wow. Okay, Samojo checks on Roman Reigns. 1.4 million views. People like Samojo being concerned Absolutely. over somebody else. That's funny. <clears throat> Roman Samojo checking on Roman Reigns got almost double the views of Roman Reigns actually getting nearly run Just down. This goes to show that Joe should be face of the company. I don't think anybody would disagree with no. that. Uh, speaking of Joe, next he's backstage. Uh, he's telling the PA, the, or the PA is telling him that Roman's close and goes, okay. Raw is officially shut down. I'm going to go to the ring. Mm-hmm, yeah. We come back. Joe's in the ring. Uh, he's cutting a promo. Uh, he's saying, come on, Roman. Come on down here. Uh, he goes, grabs a chair, sits down, says, I'm not going anywhere until you get down here and, and offer me an apology mm-hmm. um, because I didn't do it. I was involved in the attack. And he hears from a stagehand, oh, Roman's just getting here. All right. Well, I'm not going to wait for you. I'm going to go back to the parking lot. So he, mm-hmm. he goes to the parking lot. He uh, 
he goes up to Roman and goes, "Oh, and now when I'm trying to, when someone's looking for you, then you're real hard to find." Roman's kind of talking back, and he looks at the corner, sees out the corner of his eye, something. He turns, his car coming towards him. He jumps back into his car, car barrels into the, the back half of, of his rental. Um, uh, that car speeds off. Uh, we're at com- before commercial. We have Joe doing this. Yeah. Looking around, wondering what to do after commercial. They show what happened during commercial, mm-hmm. and it's Joe going up to him, saying, telling Roman, lay down, call him for medics, stay still, Roman. Medics, get over here. He's like doing everything in his power not to put uh, Roman in the coquina clutch. Yeah, I know. And he's like, man, there's that good part of me who understands that this is messed up, but oh, he's just right there. He's just right there. I want to clutch him. He, I'm putting him to sleep right now. And then, <laughs> and then also cut. To later on where Triple H is that there. That was a weird cut too. It was. they did like a, an awkward crossfade. Yeah. And so it was like Joe morphed into Triple H. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, look, it was me. I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> I've been Joe all this time. I've <laughs> been Joe all this time. It was me. Triple H really a polymorph. <laughs> a polymorph. Here, look, I'll turn to Sean. <laughs> look, Dom Goldberg. Look, now I'm Undertaker. We don't have to sign anybody anymore. <laughs> I can do it all. Vote by ability. Here, look, I've been talking to Maso Ciampa this whole time. <laughs> uh, next, we had a, a four-corner elimination tag match for the women's tag titles. Um, had Kyrie and Asuka, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and the Iconics. Of course, Iconics were champions. You know, th- that's a decent that's a decent little tag division right there. And I thought know? this was a pretty fun match. And it was a, it was a re- it was a really fun match. It was a really fun match. Um. And the the Iconics went on this rampage to begin. Yeah. They were clearing house. <laughs> they were. And like they were both in the ring for like two minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, that destroying rap, everybody. It's like a triple A match. Yeah, John Cullen didn't really care. Um, uh, but the, but Mandy hits a bicycle knee on Billy Pinzer. Mm-hmm. Iconics eliminated. We will be seeing new champions. Tonight. Yeah, that was cool. That was exciting. But the whole sequence was great to see the Iconics actually show what they can do. I know, right? They've defended the titles like what once since Mania, yeah, something and like, like that. we've never seen how they can actually because we've seen in NXT how they can. They're actually really good wrestlers, mm-hmm. and then we get this. I know. Yeah, they go on a rampage, and then they're first eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy hits one of those knees on Oscar, but Oscar kicks out shortly thereafter. Oscar puts Mandy the in the Oscar lock. Uh, she taps, even though you see in the background. So you do this through the ropes. Times. Yeah. Do I get in? Do I not get you in? You need to get, get in, in there, man. Get in? You need to get in there. I think she was looking at Kyrie because Kyrie was kind of like, oh, she, in, was gonna, she was going to cut her if off. You get in, I'll right cut her off. That. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, as soon as Mandy taps, Sony gets in there and then Kyrie goes at her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also earlier in the match when it was at least three teams left, uh, there's several times or a couple times where, uh, where someone would tag Alexa in mm-hmm. and she would immediately tag someone else in. She wanted, no, she wanted nothing of Asuka. Yeah, yeah. But it comes down to Kyrie and Asuka taking on uh, Alexa and Nikki Cross. Um, and then uh, Asuka puts Bliss in the Asuka lock. Bliss reverses into a pin. Asuka kicks out. Um, Kyrie goes to the top rope for an insane elbow. Um, there's this great bit where Asuka does like a slide and Nikki... Uh, traps her in the, in the apron, the, yeah. Apron starts beating on her, and then and then Alexa drop kicks her. Yeah, takes her out of the equation. That was really good. That yeah. was really good. Uh, Nikki pushes uh, Kyrie off the top rope. Bliss follows, or sorry, Bliss uh, clocks Kyrie with uh, Kyrie saying sorry. Kyrie saying with a well, it wasn't Io Shirai, contrary to what their social media posts. The little, the little lower, lower third, third thing, yeah. yeah. Um, Bliss cocks clocks. I can't talk today. Wow. Sorry. 
Bliss clocks Kyrie with like a right forearm mm-hmm. and then uh, hits Twisted Bliss for the win. Twisted Bliss is very quickly becoming my second favorite top rope finisher. Behind the the Eclipse. Behind the Eclipse. They, they played it in slow-mo and like the way she... Yeah, no jumps really, and twists it, in midair. It's a really fun-looking move. It rotates, like I know. the Eclipse. really fun-looking move. It is. So that was, we have new tag champs, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. Nikki, Nikki Cross gets wins the championship, the championship in WWE. Championship in WWE. That's terrific. It's and cool. They thematically were matching gear. Yeah. It was great. It was like black and purple. I was, I was kind of bummed out that Asuka and Kyrie didn't, uh, didn't pick up those belts. But. Me too, but if I had to think, if I had to say, okay, who, who after this? I mean, it'd be cool. I, I like them all. I mean, that's the thing. I like all these teams. Mm-hmm. Mandy and Sonya are really good. Um, I really like the Iconics, uh, although I wanted somebody else to get these titles. But then, uh, yeah, Nikki Cross, man, this thing with her and Alexa Bliss has gone on a lot longer than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. I think they see the value in them as a team as opposed to them just immediately feuding, which I thought is where it was going to go. And now they're uh, tag champions. I think it's terrific. I really like that. Yeah, it just, like, right now I just don't see, like, maybe Asuka and Kyrie will get a tag title match at some point, just, you know. Against straight up against Bliss and Nikki Cross. I mean, ideally, or is this the idea? If the plan is, we'll put the belts onto another heel team to have Oscar and Kyrie chase. Cool. I just worry that they have their match now and then they'll just kind of fade into the background again. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I, I honestly have no idea. Like night to night, Alexa and Nikki are either heels or faces. That's how they that, that's how they present them. So I don't even know that they're necessarily a heel team. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, if they were up against uh, Kyrie Sane and, uh, and Asuka, they would be, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you would think so. But if we could get a good three-month feud between the two of them, I, that's, maybe that's just me being optimistic when yeah. I probably shouldn't be. But uh, I think that'd be fine. But uh, I don't know. I, 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 to, to me, I see Nikki Cross as somebody who I was really worried about six months ago um, when she got her call up, uh, or whenever that was, eight months ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about it. She was nowhere to be found. Just every once in a while, you'd see her on TV. Yeah. And they put her with Alexa Bliss, and they both have really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Nikki Cross has been doing really, really good work, um, and uh, she has this opportunity to continue to shine. I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, does it come at the expense of Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai? <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Uh, yes, that sucks. <clears throat> but, uh, you know. Sometimes you got to look at the uh, bright side, I guess. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, after that, we had Ms. TV with, uh, oh, that was the main event segment, Ms. TV with uh, HBK and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, so Dolph comes ring. Dolph t- comes to the ring and says, "Well, I'm the only legend here. Uh, you guys are a couple has been burnouts. Um, it's like I saved pro wrestling. He at least said pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I like I don't want to believe it, but I'm kind of like I've come around to the Dolph thing at this point. All right, a little bit. You know, which is just bizarre to me because I never thought in a million years that would happen. I'll just say this: he doesn't really have go away heat with me anymore." Because they've treated him pretty decently. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. I don't know how that happens. I don't know either. Maybe after he loses to Goldberg, he'll find a new wrinkle for his character instead of just bitter. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So uh, Miz says, you know, you should. Dolph signs the contract, and Miz says, well, uh, you really should have read the fine print. Uh, sorry, he says he signs the contract. Says, well, that's great, Dolph. I'll see you uh, next Monday night. Oh, you're confused, huh? You should have read the fine print. Yeah. Um, Miz says, I've had plenty of SummerSlam moments. I'll have more in the future. Your match at SummerSlam is against me. He kind of steps back, and HBK steps forward a little bit. And HBK just kind of says, oh, it's not against me either. Mm-hmm. It's against this guy. And, of course, at that point, everybody's already starting to chant Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg comes down the ring. Dun, dun. Dolph acts like he wants to fight. He leaves. Uh, Goldberg resets the little table and signs the contract. And, of course, mm-hmm. he says, hey, Dolph. I'm back, and guess what? You're next. You're next. Uh, Dolph goes up the ramp, turns around, eats a, eats a sweet chin music, chin music yeah. from HBK. That was kind of cool. Sends the crowd home happy, I guess. Yeah. No, they popped for that, man. They liked it. They liked it a lot. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, SmackDown preview time. Kevin Owens invites Shane McMahon to the Kevin Owens show. Kevin Owens is risking his career this Sunday at SummerSlam, where if he does not defeat Shane McMahon, he will quit WWE. It appears KO is going to lay all his cards out on the table just five nights before the biggest event of the summer as he has invited the best of the world to appear on the Kevin Owens show. What will happen when these two rivals are under the same roof ahead of SummerSlam? Probably fireworks. By that, I mean fighting. (laughs) Not actual fireworks. Not actual fireworks. WWE doesn't do pyro anymore. WWE champion Kofi Kingston to respond to Randy Orton exclusive interview. Last week on SmackDown Live, Randy Orton declared that WWE champion Kofi Kingston was stupid, stupid, stupid for challenging him to her match at SummerSlam before declaring he'd take the title this Sunday. Tonight, the WWE champion will respond to the Viper in exclusive interview. What will Kingston have to say just five nights before this huge showdown? Who tried to run down Roman Reigns? Nearly a week after barely avoiding disaster when a forklift mishap resulted in him almost being crushed by steel beams and scaffolding on SmackDown Live, Roman Reigns apparently learned that it's looking less likely that his recent misfortunes are accidental. Samoa Joe, furious that he was accused of orchestrating the attack on Roman Reigns, sought out the big dog in the arena parking lot. The Samoan Shark seemingly had his name cleared in shocking fashion. What? The Samoan Shark? That's a new nickname. Somebody digital is getting creative, man. Guess so. Uh, as a speeding car rocketed past Joe and collided with Reigns' ride as he was exiting, 
The big dog was shaken up, but WWE.com learned that he narrowly avoided permanent injury and has been released to appear for SmackDown Live. Though Reigns may be fine, the shocking incident has left the WWE Universe asking who who would attack the big dog and why. Why? Will we discover any more information on SmackDown Live? Well, SummerSlam is coming up in like five days, so we really should. Really should. That should happen. Yeah. Will Aleister Black respond to Sami Zayn's challenge? Aleister Black. Was this on the Wikipedia thing? For no, the no. list of matches? Okay. No. I guess that's another so match. That's number 10, yeah. Uh, Alistair Black dared another superstar to pick a fight with him. Pick a fight with Last me. week, Sami Zayn answered the call, promising to ruin the Dutch Destroyer's mystique at SummerSlam. Will Black have any response to the critic of the critics? If I say yeah, he means we want yes. to fight. Why would he say no at this point? I would rather stay in my room than waste my time and watch YouTube videos fighting a losing wrestler. I've been thinking of getting a new camera, so I'm watching camera review videos on Vimeo. <laughs> on Vimeo. Is Charlotte Flair ready for Trish Stratus? Charlotte Flair demanded a spot on the SummerSlam card, then went out and forced her way onto the show, challenging WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus to a battle at biggest event of summer. Will Stratus, with Stratus accepting the challenge, how will these two superstars prepare for a showdown between generations? Find out on SmackDown Live tonight, 8, 7 Central, and USA Network. We know drama. Cool. No, characters welcome. No. Very funny. No, that's TBS. The know. leader in sports. No, that's ESPN. <laughs> I don't think USA. This is CNN. CNN? That's actually CNN. Doesn't USA have a little blurb under their stuff? Isn't it characters welcome? Is that what it is? I think it's one of them. I think they have multiples. Interesting. Anybody know what it is? Let's do some questions. Not KM. The end of Raw was more like Samoa bro. <laughs> what? Bud Ryan here says, Brian is doing it because he saw Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> well, I don't think that was a, a, a hybrid or electric car that ran into Romans. I uh, feel like that Dana Bryan would even rent a hybrid or, or electric car. Get somebody for the road. Like a Segway. There you go. Uh, Tim Ferguson, thank you. New YouTube channel member. Oh, cool. Brian Jankowski. In their yeah, YouTube channel members, you get access to all the bonus content, too. Yep. Brian Jankowski in their prime. Would you rather have seen uh, Stone Cold versus Hogan or Stone Cold versus Goldberg? It's Austin Hogan. Oh, it's Austin Hogan. Yeah. Wait, what's the step? What's the... Just in their primes. Oh, in their primes? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Austin Hogan. It's got to be Austin Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent Millage or Millage I could see Joe as a face and maybe tag with Roman as Joe realizes how important the bloodline is after witnessing Roman almost dying well pay attention tonight Cody Miles why did Goldberg's shirt look more like why do you know why do you did you like have inside info what's going on tonight yes really yes I mean it's just on internet oh okay yeah did you wake up and not check Twitter this morning usually you do I did but I didn't see usually you're the guy okay yeah well you can fill me in later uh, Cody Miles, why did Goldberg's shirt look more like a Black Rain outfit rather than a Goldberg shirt? Isn't this a Black Rain? Isn't that uh, uh, Gold uh, Gold Dust? I thought so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like it had his shoulder tattoo just over, like all over print. <laughs> right. Uh, Chill Hafty looks like Cass is getting in great shape. Would you be open to seeing him return to WWE or go to AEW in the future? Um, I'd probably rather he go to. Boy, he I- is in great shape. Wow. Oh, he looks good. Good. Good for him. I would be open to anything that involved him wrestling decently and uh, good creative behind him. Um, I thought his personality was pretty good. 
but if I don't know if if he's still wrestling, kind of like how he did, really not into it. Uh, creatively speaking, that's up in the air too. Mm-hmm. But I'm all about giving people chances, man. Totally, totally. I mean, I, I guess I'd prefer. I think he would fit in better back in WWE versus AEW, but um, who knows? Cody verifies. Cody Miles verifies. It was Papa Roach last night. Born for greatness. Okay. Oh, nonstop player. Seth Rollins is a geek. Wow. Harsh words from nonstop player. This is uh, Matt Chuck question. Let's see here. Jimmy Thomas. Am I the only one who wants the Ray versus Andrade hair versus mascara mask with Ray losing and turning heel? I don't want to see Ray without his mask. We've seen that before. No. In uh, a non-canon uh, fanfic WCW. Andre, Andrade would cut his hair. Uh, CEO <laughs> Bizer, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ray needs to keep his mask on. Thank you. Uh, TD Wicks, Dark Leon. Uh, why won't WB give Joe the universal or universal or WB title? He deserves it. So I think he'd make a great champion. I think he'd make a great champion, but Joe, I think, is one of those guys. I don't want to say they take him for granted, but Joe doesn't really need a title. Um, Joe really thrives without it, although they do need to stop chumping him out so much. Yes. I think at SummerSlam he'll be fine. Nee Kyle, uh, Dexter Loomis going in raw math. Uh, need more info. Yeah. Need more info. Um, so far... Yet. So far, look 10. Uh, what else is there? We haven't done math in a while. Uh, well, being good is promo. Haven't, don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Look. Being 10. In ring. Don't know. Well, we've seen one match. It was all right. Who did he uh, fight? Uh, Jonah Rock. Yeah. He lost. Uh, and then uh, Kayfabe. Zero. Legacy. Because he lost. Uh, don't know. Don't know. There's not enough info. No. Need more info. Robert Aquatic, does WB know who's trying to Reigns? Yeah, they know. I assume he's trying to attack Reigns. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's it's a fair it, question. Here's the thing, though. It could change between now and 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern. On Sunday. Or well, tomorrow, I would think today, tonight. Yeah, 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 I would think tonight they're going to let us know. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen, Reigns' vehicular mishap was due to, quote, valet error. Oh, I made that joke on Twitter. Yeah. I said the regular valet had the day off. <laughs> Jurgen Johnson and Johnson's over here on the the, the Patreon wall. <clears throat> is Ronda going to return and cost Becky the title at SummerSlam? No, Natalia is not going to get that. No. Becky's going to have that title for a very long time. At the very least, she's on the cover of the game, so at she the didn't have it. Very for a while. least through the cover through the game release. So exactly. At least told probably Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, the villain Alan Black plot twist: It's Moxley trying to take out Roman. Mm. And Rich Hardesty, new member. Wild thank you very much. Rule. Thank Wild you very much, rule. Rich. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Rich. Uh, let's see here. Thomas Dunnigan. Do the crowd seem like they're over Seth at this point? Is it because they love to watch Brock destroying people and things? Or is it because of the awful booking for Seth? I think it's Seth's, kind of all the above. Seth's booking. I don't think the crowd has turned. I mean, the crowd did leave last night chanting, burn it down. On the other hand, crowds love chanting things. I think that they haven't really given us much of a reason to get on board with Seth, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're at the point where they're going to start booing him. No. That, that's not going to happen. I mean, we saw soon. last night that they didn't, like, when Brock was beating him down, there was there was silent. There's really no boos, no cheers either way. There was no response until Brock dropped him with an F5. Yeah. Otherwise, I want to watch that. I might kind of watch sit on their hands today when we're uploading this stuff. I want to watch that table for three, the Ring of Honor one. Oh, okay. Cesaro, Nigel, and Seth. Oh, that's probably pretty good. Probably is. Anything with Nigel is good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Wolfpack for life. Do fans nowadays demand too much from wrestlers? With wrestlers needing to do flashier moves or big spots more to stay relevant, 
all of their bodies will be terrible when they retire. I disagree with that. I think that good storytelling uh, does not ne- necessarily mean you got to kill your body. No, I think, well, I think it's what it's, it's two things. One, I think storytelling trumps all. I think you're right about that. But uh, regardless how you wrestle, it's going to take a toll on your body. Um, That's today or yesterday or 10 years ago, 20 yeah. years ago. I mean, Hogan didn't do a whole bunch of high-flying stuff. He just landed on his tailbone all the time, and now and he had to have like a dozen back surgeries. Wrestling is really rough on the body. It's I mean, rough on the body. If you're smart, I mean, if you take a look, guy like, uh, if you take a guy like Will Ospreay, who, who had a career that was probably going to be ending by the time he was 30. He's adapted, he's changed, and he's made it better for his body so that he can yeah. elongate his career. And yeah. they take really good care of themselves. I do think the WWE schedule probably needs to be pared down, though. Yeah, I think I, I think just as much, if not more, than wrestling style is the number of matches you have to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Because what the, the I think we've heard that from wrestlers, right? Well, yeah, you Cal have, would be like really good. I, I, I've heard several times you kind of only have so many bumps in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your body, yeah. Um, until it starts just giving out, yeah. So, uh, Shaq four six two. Can it be Rusev trying to kill Roman? Um, I don't know what to be why I'd be motivated, but any t- way to get Rusev back on TV, I'd be on board with that. Yeah, I I would probably I would want it in a different situation, not Rusev, because that feels just too much like Rikishi running down Steve Austin. Ideally, it would be I did it for the Rock instead of doing a. a Doing in a rental car, he'd get his tank from WrestleMania 31. Yeah, and there would be no subterfuge. He would, he would just be he would just be him. He'd have him and the starter jacket he had on that day, <laughs> yeah. and his tank running over the long car. hair. Yeah, it was awesome. Machka, uh, BJ Lawton, which w, non which non WWE wrestler stands to gain the most from the eventual feud with Roman Reigns by being named as Roman's assailant? So who could they bring in? Mm. Between now and uh, the Royal Rumble, let's say they they carry this who done it angle all the way out to the Rumble. Dexter Loomis. <laughs> yes, yes, I love. It. He got so mad about losing to Jonah Rock that he went ahead and decided to target well, the top he, he, name. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't uh, repress his murderous urges anymore, mm-hmm. and so he's going for the, the 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 top of the card of the main roster now. Okay, so Becca English here in Patreon says, Are you happy now, Steve? Being in the Elite got a camera with a microphone. Cool. Did they make that? Did they talk about that at all? Did they make that part of the thing? Brandon like, uh, Cutler had the tweet saying he got, he got a, a gimbal. Ca- camera. He had like a new, it wasn't just an iPhone, it was like a new camera. But it was a gimbal, yeah. Yeah, on a gimbal, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he had a camera he with a gimbal. He finally actually learned how to, to, to use it. He said, No longer, no, no more complaints about shaky camera. I got myself a gimbal. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't see that they got a microphone, though. Cool. But, yeah, if the question is, am I happy they got a microphone? Yes, I might actually start watching it now. So, people, yes. I think some people thoroughly enjoyed uh, the amateurish nature of it. Jay Sean Lawrence, this Roman storyline feels like they're testing out a story for the new Scooby-Doo WB films. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Could be. Um, let's see here. Uh, Kenny T over under Goldberg has known who Dolph is for six months. Uh, I think Goldberg yeah, I think he would know. I think he would know. I think he would know. Let's see here, uh, Greg Morris. You guys think we're going to see another? Are we ever going to see another sixty-minute Iron Man match? Yes, I think. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I think it's one of those things where, by nature of the match, you can't do it too often. Um, but the last like sixty minute man match, when was that? Um, I say it was probably a Triple H match. Probably, probably. The last couple of Iron Man or Iron Woman matches were only half hours. You're right. 
list of Iron Man matches. Do, 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 do. Let's take a look and see what we find. Uh, Benoit versus Kurt Angle 2001. Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels on Raw 2005. Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Hardy Boys for the Raw. 30 team. minutes. Oh, okay. So was that one Rollins? Oh, Rollins. that was 30 minutes? Yeah. That one felt like it took forever. Yeah. They introduced the, yeah. 2004, 2008. 15 minute. That's hardly an Arab man. No, it isn't. Cena, okay. 2009, 2009 Cena Orton. 60 minute, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, in 2003, I was 30. Yeah, okay. 2009 so, is the last. It's been 10 years. Match. Maybe they're due. Could be, could be, could be. What is the third stipulation to take over as a 30 minute Iron Man? <laughs> third stipulation is another two out of three falls match. <laughs> Where? With the, another two out of three falls match where Gargano chooses one mm-hmm. and it just perpetually yeah, goes. Yeah, it could be the never ending match. Gets, gets carried on by its own momentum. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy anyways uh what do we got coming up for overrun uh, we're gonna talk about uh all the wrestling that what they got in the docket going forward for their tv at least after uh dc all eat wrestling all plans eat wrestling going i had some forward. donuts this weekend sounds good all eat wrestling my dad brings over a dozen right mm-hmm. not a chocolate one to be found i'm like i think you're my dad you should know that stuff what does he bring then a bunch of non-chocolate crap like what uh, I ended up having one with sprinkles on it. All right. Cake donut? Three of those. Yeah. And then you brought over like, I don't know, three glazed. Oh, those are the best. Like bear claw or two. Uh, yeah, glaze are really good. I'm an apple fritter. No. Those are the premium ones. They're not included in the typical dozen price, though. That, still, the I, giant cinnamon rolls. I love the glaze, but I still yelled at them because I like my chocolate. Anyways. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We oh, appreciate it. Gomer, Super Chat. Ah. CEO Visor is the fiend a direct result of his dip in the lake of reincarnation. Who knows? Could be. Could be like a Batman, Ra's al Ghul. Uh, he, mm. he dipped in one of them lakes of reincarnation, but it drives you crazy. Yeah. 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 That's not good. Mm-mm. Anyways, uh, yeah, patrons and YouTube channel members. Patrons, $5 and up. All YouTube channel members uh, will be going live with our bonus episode in moments. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.